0: About. It's there, so how's it not there? Doesn't matter. Right, cool, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so let's do it, shall we?
1: Uh welcome oh. to a Bit, The uh the only podcast that's funnier than you think it is, I think was the line. Was that what we wrote down? Yeah. something sure.
0: like
2: that. No. That was good. <laughs> do that so.
0: again. It's not the only podcast that's funny than you think it is, is it? It's just the podcast that it's funnier than you think it is.
2: I'm looking back. Welcome to Tuneaboot, boot a podcast that's funnier than you think it is. We've been over the last 13 weeks uh, collecting our music together into a playlist to share new music with each other and new tracks that we like. Um, we had thought about doing a podcast for quite a while and then uh, a pandemic came and got in our way essentially. so now we finally got our tech together to all do it to, all do it online. Uh, we've all got nice new microphones. Mine's broke. I dropped it on the floor. But Jim and Liam still have theirs fine, so they're going to sound better than me. Um, yeah, mine works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's That was Liam and Jim. They're good people. I like them. <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a... There's, um, hi, Diggle. hi Hiya. Uh, hello. How you doing? I'm all right. Good. Uh, there's a playlist on Spotify called Tuna Boot. And um, We also have our individual boots on there, and alternative tuna pan fried. These are different playlists that we do. Put up different songs each week. The alternative tuna's a bit of fun. We'll get to that later. Our individual boots are there because uh, if you like someone's picks better than the others, you can just listen to them and cut out all the crap that Liam puts up. Um, there is Fuck right <laughs> off. <laughs> there well, are. Let's be fair. You're only here out of sympathy. Look at you. Yeah, you're our producer who's a bit chatty.
1: How
0: can you look at me on a fucking podcast? Well, we can see it, you, dickhead. <laughs> we're no, also... We should start confrontational because th- we did a trial run of this, <laughs> and it just because we were all desperate to sound funny, we ended up just slagging each other, and that's funny to a point. But it's just mean <laughs> when you start world. off, yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. have by far the biggest face, so I don't want to go down this road because it's too easy. Uh, sir,
2: on <laughs> on Spotify, isn't it? We've got all our. Um, playlist from before we started this podcast so you're, if you're interested in finding any new music go and have a look at them there's some cracking tunes on them from over the weeks Um
0: I think I've, I've used bo- most of my good ones yeah most
2: of the best ones yeah that's the problem with doing this for 13 weeks before you actually start recording anything isn't it that's why I saved some of my best bands I didn't <laughs> spunked all by the week two bit no. but
0: <laughs> part of the part of the the reason why we started this was because obviously we're all as you can imagine, all fans of music. And we spent a lot of time just sitting in a room, getting drunk. Obviously, we're not in the same room, but just sitting, getting drunk, talking about music. We did it for so long anyway, just for fun. It just seemed like the natural thing to do, didn't it, lads? Yes. To record it. Yes, Jim, you are correct. For the first and last time (laughs) in this episode.
2: (laughs) So that's pretty much, we've got social medias. I suppose I should say something about them uh facebook and all that so follow us on uh the facebook and twitter and we might try and do instagram when one of us can figure it out oh
1: it's it's been absolutely it's been brutal me me and jim sat for about oh about three four hours the other day trying to work out how social media works Mm -hmm. i didn't like everyone says i'm old now and i mean jim and dougal are a lot older than me but uh i didn't realize how much of an old man i think we're the same age anyway (laughs) (laughs) It seems to be a year or two younger. Yeah. Leams, it? Um, but I didn't realise how much I've just lost my ability to use kind of new technology now. It was fucking
2: <laughs> brutal. Yeah. So follow us on Facebook, because we can use that.
1: Hmm.
0: Just Facebook yeah. for now, because we haven't. And I can't be arsed with the rest of it. Yeah. But what is interesting about it is that like, the generation before and the generation before that, they had their whole generation, roughly, before technology developed as much as it did. like... Our our one, our generation, the evolution of it is so fast that even though we were at the cutting edge when we were younger, mm-hmm. we're we're only like in our mid twenties and already we're like oh. No oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean I mean, I mean you're
1: you're you're in your late twenties now, so
0: I'm in my i I'm in my upper middle I'm in my upper mid twenties, about to enter my late twenties. You're 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 closer to thirty than anything else. Well I'm closer to twenty seven than I am thirty.
2: Remember, like two minutes ago, when we said let's not start this off confrontational. and <laughs> this is happening. Well, do
0: you To be fair, but slagging off someone about their age is like trying to slag the sky off for being blue. It's like there's not a whole lot I can really do about it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You're, you're 26. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: Is there anything else we need to introduce, or can we go and speak about music now?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: working a bit. Deal with that. For any for any transatlantic listeners. <laughs> um, Tuna Boot, or just, well, I'll describe how the whole thing originated very quickly.
2: Yeah, well, you did the name, didn't you, anyway? You wanted the name. Yeah.
0: So, Tuna Boot started with uh, me and my immediate family, um, like my parents and my brother, and we would, and me, we would just sit around my parents' house and we would put different songs, we'd go around the room and put on different songs on YouTube, and that was it, and we called it Tuna Boot. Well, we called it Tuna Boot. Tuna boot—it's it's Scottish for tuna boat—and that's as clear as I can make it. <laughs> uh, when we
2: go transatlantic, mate, that's gonna—that's yeah. gonna save us a lot of trouble. Absolutely. On the tours, that's sorted. Um, sorted. Yeah. So just
0: starting off, so we get in in one year. Uh, I think it was two years ago. I think two years ago, for Christmas, I gave my mum uh, a boot with a can of tuna in it, and I wrapped it up. I, that wasn't her main present. Um, it just—it was like a little game. I thought, like, I gave it to her. and I said, "Like, can you guess what that is?" And she said, "Literally everything else." She said, "It's a shoe. It's a big shoe. It's a ten of John West tuna." Like she said, every other word possible. Then it's a tuna and a boot. And so I went. I was getting fucking enraged. And I just said, "What game do we all play in here?" <laughs> and she went, tuna boot. I was like, "Yeah, it's a tuna and a boot." And then she loved it. <laughs> so, so that's why I wanted to call this tuna boot. Does well.
2: she still have the boot?
0: I doubt it. Although speaking of which, I just got a pair of trainers in today, and I cleaned out. I say cleaned out all my shoes. I only had three other pair of sho- pairs of shoes. That I don't wear one, of, but one of which, which isn't a pair. One of the pairs of shoes was one boot. Was the other boot? <laughs> so <laughs> you, you have a pair of shoes. that's just one boot. Not anymore, I chucked it out. <laughs> them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so the music. So explain the premise again, just briefly.
2: Uh, yeah, so with the with the podcast, the idea was that we each put on three tracks every week that we think the other guys will like. Um, We each go through our tracks that we choose and sort of discuss it a bit, chat about why we chose them, and then at the end of Everyone's Choices, we pick our favourite song that they've uploaded that week so each of us will have a favourite song at the end of the podcast we're going to choose our catch of the week which is the best song between the us three think for the week um, and if there's any that are particularly awful then we we'll, we also have the option to boot a tune which hopefully won't happen that often but we can boot them off to a separate playlist
0: yeah Yeah. so that will be if two other people if at least two people think one song is so bad it needs to go and it's only, we've only came close once so, Dougal, what did you pick this week?
2: Um, my first track was a track by Noah and the Whale called Blue Skies. Uh, they're great. I absolutely love Noah and the Whale. I bought their first album when it came out, when they did the five years' time, and I fell in love with everything they did. I bought their second album, which no one else did. Um but it's a great album as well. It's very orchestral and sort of instrumental. And they have this song on it called Blue Skies, which is a really nice song. It's sort of like, I think it's a nice way to start off the playlist. And these times it's just sort of slightly uplifting and just, it's got a bit of happiness to it and all that. And just catchy, nice, knowing the whale down to a tea. The day they broke up was sad. Because um, they are a great I was band. like
1: five years they were going or something. Or was it five years ago? Oh, longer than that. It was five years ago it happened, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, they they were together for... They have four albums. That's wild, Um, by the way. Yeah, people bought the first and the third one because it had five years' time and then L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N on it. Yeah. And people loved those ones. The other two no one gave a shit about, but they're actually really good albums, potentially better. I think Blue Sky... like None of their songs are complicated, they're not gonna. They're not gonna blow your arse off. Sort of. They're. They're just. They're good and happy and just. They give you a good feeling. Now, if you want to start a day off right, listen to No on the Whale.
0: Just some lovely folk rock, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, folk rock, nice. <laughs> um, it's it's Jim the Genre Man. Yes, I'm learning.
0: <laughs> I'm learning how genres work because I always get very confused about genres. Sometimes, you know, I just go. Oh, that sounds like two guitars, a bass, and a drum, and a singer. Mm. That's what it is. But you know,
1: but well, what genre would you call that?
0: Well, you get different genres of that, genres of that, don't you? Depending on tone and style.
1: You know a little bit more about genres than you actually give your credits, uh, yourself credit for. Then
0: I know, but I just I can't. <laughs> when it comes time to like these sort of times for when that's <laughs> like what we're talking about, I go, oh, it's like, um, it's like it's. And then you end, I end, what I want to do is just go, it's like, boom, but go, wah, do, like I just want to make a noise. <laughs> but that doesn't help anything. But um, yeah, so one of the <laughs> questions I had for this one to go was why did you pick that track in particular? Because I remember you getting me into these guys quite a few years ago. And it's not like I've, I've been mega into them, but I've, I was just wondering when I saw that one was coming up. I was like, well, oh, why that one in particular?
2: Um. Well, it's sort of, it's the whole idea of introducing folk to the new tracks, really, from Knowing the Whale is what I thought. Like, their first album and third album are fairly well known. Um, so it was just, like, I didn't want to put anything up from that as well, because, you know, this is all about introducing people and trying to, even if they know the band, even if you guys know the band, trying to show a song that might be, like, you might not have listened to properly before, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was one of the singles off their second album, but... I just, I it's one of my favourite ones of theirs, I think, and it just, I think uh, I I played it a lot when I worked in the pub and was running the pub and having hard days, so I think it got better for me <laughs> through that. It made me happier. It saved my life a couple of times, I think. But yeah, I just, uh, I just that was, I just wanted to choose something that maybe wasn't off one of their bigger albums, because, you know, like there's a lot of stick about second albums. People say people don't get them right all the time, but that's wrong people do get them right quite a lot of the time and this is one of the times people got them right there will be more second albums coming up on this podcast and I will carry on fighting for the second <laughs> album to be appreciated almost as much as the first
0: well I can't wait to hear your second second album part. Um, I was going to say uh,
1: this song is such a brilliant song to start off the Tuna Book playlist with Like the the new Tuna Book playlist obviously we have the one from before the podcast but starting with this because it's such an uplifting song, you know, you know how I like uh, making sure there's like a flow through the playlist. Like whenever I upload my songs, there's always like a kind of start, middle, finish at least in my bit. Yeah,
2: you like to tell a story. Yeah, I like to tell a
1: story through the songs, and uh, this is a brilliant way to open the actual playlist because
2: they're one of the best fans who ever lived. Well, I mean, prob- probably aren't they? Aren't. You know, but they're really good.
1: <laughs> they're better than people give them credit for. I just want people for.
2: to know. Yeah, people think, oh, they're the ones who spoke about five things being five years later, but they're, you know, they're better than that. They've released so many good songs. Even that first album's packed with bangers that are not five years. Down. Yeah,
1: well, the the, the bit they they went like near the end when the the what chorus comes in when he's doing his we saw bit.
2: The like the first album had this sort of fiddle on it. Uh, the second album started to introduce more of a violin feel as opposed and make it a bit more orchestral and the second album's full of like instrumental breaks as well, that are all quite good. Uh it's all really like it's simple stuff, but it's just there was that bit of progression as well to a different sound that they were coming out yeah. of they lost Laura Marlin after the first album. So wait what?
1: Was Laura Marlin in and...
2: the... Yeah, you know the you know the woman in the I know I know I know, I know Laura
1: Marlin. Marlin. I didn't know if she was
2: Yeah, that's Laura Marlin. What? That's where she started off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, started off in knowing that. That's
0: mental. It. I actually knew that. <laughs> I feel happy about that.
1: I thought she was in a different band, but I never knew what band it was. I just assumed she was in a
2: different band. Oh, there you go. There we go.
1: Learn something new every day. Brilliant.
2: The second track I chose was a song called 45 by the Gaslight Anthem. The Gaslight Anthem, they're a, like, I i mm. love that. I've got a lot of their albums from When You Bought Albums for things, but they're just like, they're a weird band because you totally forget they exist for a while and then you listen to them and remember that they exist and get really excited that they exist and listen to everything they do again and then they just sort of fall off the face of the earth for a while in your head, but they're still there. Yeah. But they, yeah, Gaslight Anthem, they have sort of, I don't know how to describe, like, uh, yeah, rock and roll, I think. Sort let of me, let me help you out
0: there, Dougal. Uh They have uh, a, a, some of this is, you know, thoughts I've had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> as as well as just things I've I've read but they have a an eclectic range of influences Ooh. ranging from they're not limited to <laughs> punk post-punk pre-punk after-punk and middle punk all the punks for sure <laughs> But no they, have, no, they have elements of that and then something that I later read which confirmed what the thought was mm-hmm. that they have a sort of very much like an amalgamation of lots of different things, kind of like Joe Strummer-esque. Then I read that the class was one of their big influences and I was like, yeah. oh, maybe I do actually know what music about music and stuff a wee bit. <laughs> but like they'd sort of it's not that yeah. like they flow in and out of different styles yeah. necessarily, but you can hear the influences of lots of different things. Going yeah, on. definitely. And um, yeah. so a great fucking is it this one or the or Liam's one? Oh, I think both. There's a good instrumental bit with some good uh, some mm. good guitar work going on in there. Yeah, I just
2: I like for these first ones for the first podcast, I sort of wanted to choose bands that. I'd either known for a while or know about them for a while or something like that, and that I had a wee more than uh, your Spotify Discover because that's going to be the next like five or six weeks when I lose or when I've used everything that I've got. <laughs> and I thought the Gaslight Anthem were good because they're very easy to get into as well. Yeah, they've got a good appeal to them. No,
1: I, I really enjoy listening to them again. It's it's a band I've not listened to in a while, but yeah, actually all my notes were. Can't remember if it was them or Glas
2: Vegas that I saw at Rock Nest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If anyone, if anyone who's listening knows if Glas Vegas or the Gasly Anthem played Rock Nest 2011 or 12, uh, send us a message on Facebook. And let us <laughs> or,
0: know. Or email us at MrTunaboot at gmail.com.
2: Nice. Almost sounded professional. Loving it. Anything else to say about Gasly Anthem? Nope. No. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, I
0: thought it was good. All right, so just want to apologise to everybody listening. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties because we're not all... I'll say that again. I'm having a few speaking difficulties because of all the beer. (laughs) (laughs) Which bodes well for the podcast thing. Um, Yeah, so apologies to everyone listening. We've had a few technical difficulties just because we're not all in the same room. Uh, Liam is our whiz at this but uh, even still we're still having slight difficulties here and there so quality may fade in and out at times we do apologize for that but hey we could be recording it on zoom fantastic yep. perfect good work no Jim. worries lads no bother all right Liam do you want to introduce to go start tune um
2: yes I do what was it just ask me what it was. I'll introduce my tune <laughs> if
0: that's okay. Sorry, I, that, that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say, ask him what his third tune was. <laughs> Sorry, Dougal. I, do, I didn't want never, to take that away from you, mate.
2: Is, no, no, no. I understand. It's
0: all good. Oh
1: no, I actually, I actually do have something to say about this, but I'll wait till you've can actually I, introduced. Yeah, can it. can I explain
2: my tune first if that's all right? Well, can can I explain
1: you? why I, why I was getting confused over it?
2: Oh yeah, no, you told me about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So. I looked at it on Spotify, and you know Spotify doesn't lie to you. It's it, it's what it is. And I thought the song was by Vanovs, uh, and then it wasn't until I
0: spoke to Dougal, I was just like, oh, it's Van Ives. It wasn't an L, it was an I. I had the exact same issue. That was one of my questions. How and the fuck do you pronounce this band? <laughs> it, lo- <laughs> it looks like Vanovs. It does. It doesn't. <laughs> and and when, now that you said it, it doesn't look less like that. <laughs> it still looks like that. <laughs> Which isn't anyone's fault, it's probably just the font or whatever. But might yeah, I yet. thought it was like I thought it might be is it Van Vlives Van Vlives? I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. Um it's,
2: as far as I know it's Van Ives. Um so it'd be
0: funny if you were
1: wrong.
2: I know I've seen them, so I hope <laughs> I've not. I'm sure they said but I was so drunk when I saw them like um so this like this band the there's three guys in this band now i think and i know two of them quite well from meeting them at belladrum over the years um so belladrum's a small festival up in inverness and you meet people there that you just carry on seeing every year and they become like just your best pals for one day of a year and uh these two guys two of the guys in this are a part of that and uh last time i went to see them I told them that I'd hang out. I just forgot they were they existed. Like sort of went and saw their band, and then just sort of fucked off halfway through, not really knowing anything was going on. <laughs> but I think like so they're the guys I know are called Shirt and Rowan in this band, and they're really they're really sound guys, and uh, they've got like when I found out they were doing a band together, I thought that was maybe a bit strange because they've got quite distinctive styles about them anyway, like shirts. Got the guitar and he's the singer, and Rowan's more like got the uh, sort of synth and shit in the background, and he's always been more electric in his. Uh... Wait, so did you did you
1: hear about them like these two guys individually, and then you no, were I... in a band?
2: No, no, I met them when we were all like fourteen. Man, met them years ago before Wait, they were when you were fourteen. Aye, it's wild. Stone cold sober, thank you very much. But. Uh... <laughs> I've known them for about maybe 12 days in total, but it's spanned over 12 years, you know what I mean? Like...
0: Well, this is a film. <laughs> <you reckon. laughs> 12 years of... 12 days of... 12 a years decade, of how? <laughs> 12, 12, de- 12 days a decade or some shit like that, it can be called. And, uh, oh, George Appetow's already makes...
2: directing it.
0: Exactly, and you've never fucking mentioned this ever once and if you have it's been when we've been hammered <laughs> the, the, the only
1: the only reason he's not mentioned this is because in the 12 years he's known them they've become a band and he's sitting here doing a podcast with us
2: yeah about music just watching their <laughs> success
0: <laughs> well I'm sure if Togo wanted to be a music I'm sure that he would have been <laughs> if I, I wanted should...
2: to be a music I would have indeed no, I, like I, well, guys... don't
0: mock me when I'm trying to fucking compliment no, no, me, no, you sorry. fucking dick. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I find sorry like when I started listening to them, uh, I don't know. I just their sound interests me because it's really unique. It's sort of got this really soulful, really nice vocals and a bit of a acoustic. And the the track I put on is "The Waves" and I would wander. And it's got this, yeah, really soulful acoustic guitar and uh, voice, and then sort of brings in this synth and this more electronic vibe to it. And I did, like, when I first heard it, I wasn't sure. But I sort of more got into it, and especially the more I was listening to them trying to figure out a song I was going to put on this podcast, I started to really like it, and just there's just... Like it's got a feeling to it. I don't know how to describe it better than it. it's just got like a really int- intense and sort of nice feeling about it. Well, I yeah, I
1: I'll... would disagree with you because I I actually <laughs> wrote down it's like it is something new, but it's also kind of like kind of Sam Smith and kind of worst Capaldi's kind of feel that kind of that kind of music. However, the actual instruments behind it is what's new. If the, you, vocals
2: if, is. Uh, the vocals sound like father son mate. Like that's that's what he sounds like, I think more than them. Well, a bit of Capaldi, actually. I get Capaldi. Yeah. I don't get Sam Smith, but I don't like Sam
0: Smith. There's nothing wrong with sounding like Capaldi, he's got a fucking amazing no, voice. No, 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 yeah not. Yeah, well I I thought it was the most interesting of all of our of all of your guys um tuna boot picks because it I because it was such a such a journey for me, um, <laughs> mostly because like I first heard it and when it started, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be my favorite tune." And then it changed, and I was like, "This is a heap of shit." And then it came back, and I was like, "Oh wait, this is fucking amazing." And then it like it sort of, I went up and down with it, and I was like, I couldn't decide whether I loved it or not. And event- eventually, I just decided, "Yeah, it's great. It's fucking awesome." And uh, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's interesting.
2: Cool. Which one did you guys like the best out of? what's the your one. the last
0: one yeah not same
2: all right eyes the waves and i would wonder nice uh good work let's crack on to jim jim what was your first track this week
0: hi lads how we doing good mate how are you <laughs> still fine mate my first track was the moon eclipse the sun moon eclipse sis. moon eclipsed I would be good well, if you knew me. it. Like, I mean, well, I, fuck me. If, if you could, it's if really you could apart at the first hurdle here, if you, lads. If you could
1: start the podcast knowing your songs that you've picked, that'd be that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Start the
2: pod- we've been recorded for a fucking Wait, I could, I, You're, you're laying
0: that on too thick, <laughs> <laughs> right? It, we all got the joke. You said it about three different times, and you you sounded like the arsehole there, not me. So think about it. <laughs> <laughs> also love you very, very much and miss yeah. hugging you. Um, anyway, <laughs> the song's <is> called... <laughs> the song's called The Sun Has Its Hat On by Eclipsed, right? And it's a fucking banger. By who? No, it's, <laughs> that's not what it's called. <laughs> right, I'll start now. My first tune is called Moon Eclipsed The Sun by, by Evolfo. Right, and I don't expect everyone to enjoy this one, but it is significant to me because it marks a period of time when I started to deviate from the music I was listening to at that point. So, I got Spotify about three, four years ago, and I started making playlists on it about three years ago, quite regularly, every month, making a new one. Well, that was the idea, but then took longer and longer. But anyway, um, so up until like after college, and then up until this time, I was basically just listening to Stone Roses. Oasis B-Sides and Rare stuff and Arctic Monkeys and vaccines and stuff. All good stuff, but it was all very much the same type of thing. So when I got Spotify, I was like, right, I just want to, find, want to find weird shit. And I did, and this was one of them. And so this was the first track on the first playlist that I made. And Evolfo are apparently Garage Rock, Psych Soul, Spiritual Funk and... Ecstatic freakout.
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> Those are the genres. Um, so if you listen to the track, you can tell there's a quite. A, I like the psych soul one. That's sort of what, well, what resonates with me one? The most. Ecstatic freakout. That that's a so, genre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like when you listen to it, it's sort of. It's like it should be. It sounds like it should be really thrashy and sort of, kind of awkward to listen to. But there is this sort of soulful kind of. Layer through it that kind of binds it a little bit. Yeah, and I like I like the guy's sort of tinny kind of scratchy vocals. Yeah, and the, the lyrics are all very interesting. Um, again, this is a song that you will either you will like or you don't. Um, as with as is this as is the truth with with everything, <laughs> but this one more specifically. <laughs> um, this one really
2: gets to the core of that is true
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, and uh, no, as the, the soon as I I heard that intro. Just those first few bars and it sort of starts, and then the lyrics get done. I I knew I was going to love the song forever. Yeah. It just it just worked for me, and it really defines that period of time. I
1: really really enjoyed it. It was a bit funky. Um, I kind of got well, you know, I'm really into Foxygen and Gary Clark Junior specifically. That kind of mm. that kind of funkiness, but bringing it through rock and all that. Um, and so this. Perfect, brilliant,
0: loved it. Well, I really like the fact that you brought up Gary Clark Jr. though, <laughs> because because that was that was interesting and made sense. Like, because, like the sort of the tone that he manages to get out of the guitar that's, that's hmm. actually really interesting. Like, you know that again, I don't know the musical. T- I you know I can play, I can yeah. strum and sing. I don't know much more beyond that. But like the tone that he manages to get. Out of the electric guitar, you know that. It's it's similar, isn't it? Yeah, it's similar. I don't know what you call it, but it's similar. Mm-hmm. It's that, and yeah, so that's, quite and interesting that, kind of that, that's that's
1: something that I really like. Whatever that is, because I don't know what it's called either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I I live for that for days.
2: Yeah, I I rate Uh You showed me that when you started listening to them. It was one of the first times that you'd came round and been like excited about this new band to show me. I think mm. as well, because everything you'd listen to up into like you'd discovered sort of Arctic monkeys, Oasis, uh you know, Stone Roses, all those guys, so there wasn't No shit. Well, uh, there wasn't anything before that that you'd like
0: <laughs> Sorry, wait a minute.
2: Fuck off. <laughs> <Carry on. laughs> there wasn't yeah, there wasn't there wasn't many uh, there wasn't many um Bands that you started listening to that hadn't heard of already, and this was the first one that you sort of came up with, like, yeah, this is really good, you've got to listen to it. And it was, we were sitting in the meadows the first time you showed me it, and I loved it.
0: That's right, aye. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole album, The Last of the Acid Cowboys, is just, I, to date, I think that's the only album they've released. Yeah. That's because it's a huge band, there's like loads of them in the band, they would like you know, see videos of them, and like, photos of them, and like, there's and wee venues, and there's just loads of them. But, um, I think that probably helps. Like, contributes to the sort of I don't know to this the sound of the music. Yeah, yeah, it gives
2: it that grandness. Yeah.
0: So,
1: did you did you see them live first, or I've never seen them live. No, I you've just, never seen I've, them live. Oh, you just know that they're a big band. Yeah,
0: and I just like I've seen them like on on the internet. Ah, okay, but no, that was uh, that was as I said, that was when I first got Spotify, and that was when I was just like I would just all I would do is you know, like, come home from work. Watch some stuff, eat dinner, then after that was done, just sit on Spotify for hours, just going down rabbit holes. Nice. So I wish I haven't done that in ages. That's how I got into Lake Street Dive. One of the best, probably. Yeah, the, one of the two best bands that were introduced to me oh. through the.
2: Well, this is but,
0: like. But,
2: yeah, the when when you went through that period of just listening to new shit and Spotify and every time we met up having 10 new bands for me to get into this is why I'm really glad we're doing this now because there might be some mm. of them that you put up that I'll actually listen to this time as opposed to well, going to no that's the thing
0: yeah
1: that's why this thing's good because we're actually forcing ourselves to actually listen to the lists that we've been making for each yeah. other definitely because yeah. Anyway. Yeah,
0: for years it's, we've just been Saying, oh, you should listen to that. And then, like, even sometimes you can tell in the eyes, because I know I do it. Mm. Like, one of you will say, oh, you should listen to this. And even, you must be able to tell. Like, in my head, I'm going, nah.
1: I'm never <laughs> Jim, I'm just... I, I've said I've said to you, you need to watch this. And you, you've, you like, blatantly just said, I'm not going to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I there's... feel like
0: that's less disappointing than saying, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll get around to it.
2: Uh, what's, your, what's your second track?
0: second track is called the charge of the light brigade by elementary penguins now the charge of the light brigade was a failed military action involving the british light cavalry led by lord cardigan against russian forces during the battle of balaclava on 25th of october 1854 in the crimean war british commander lord raglan had intended to send the light brigade to prevent the russians from removing captured guns from overrun Turkish positions, a task for which the Light Cavalry were well-suited. However, there was miscommunication at the chain of... I thought you were going to interrupt me a lot sooner than that.
2: I I stopped paying attention. I'm so sorry. I got an email that I'm going to get my microphone fixed for free.
0: Oh, no. No bad. Oh, so, so something else doogle happens to you. <laughs> yep, Some, something doogle happens to your, you.
2: What was your second pick? Were we there? Is that what we were doing? Yeah. Uh, it was, so that, sorry, was that song? I feel sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, I feel really rude not listening. I'm no, so don't. sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. It's just, you know, life got... Sorry. Watch your... Carry on.
0: A bunch of people were just sent to their deaths, essentially.
1: Yeah, because um, uh, the Russians couldn't go on much longer. Many wanted to submit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Who? Well, sorry. So, what? what... what... <laughs>
2: what like,
1: shit is that what, what, what He's I mean like, is uh, no one that...
2: else can see this. Liam's been looking at his phone for a solid 5 minutes trying to get that together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: what what I mean is that uh, the German supply lines uh, were stretched in Zukov's uh, counters <laughs> <laughs> And and
0: the, the siege was broken and Oh, you're doing fucking peep show. Aren't I'm you? doing peep show. I'm doing peep show. <laughs> All right, okay. So we, oh so it doesn't seem as high as, oh no it does can we talk 270, there's 278 casualties 122 wounded 156 killed and missing so anyway so from what I've gathered like I meant to do a lot more research on this before this but I've, I didn't right so I'm doing it now but basically what I gather is that a lot of people were sent to their deaths very needlessly right and that's what this song is about but I, I didn't know that when I first listened to it, so I didn't get you know, that. I, at all and and, and even though I know either. it now, I still don't know it now. Yeah, no,
1: I, I definitely go, don't get that from the song.
2: I
0: enjoyed no. the
1: song, but that's not what came across. Yeah, I enjoyed no, but,
2: nothing uh, <laughs> of what you just said, but I really like the song. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, what, this is what I'm talking to you about. It's because because like, I listened to the song a lot, and I said, like, "Oh, that's really good." And then it just because it, of the there's the sounds of like the horses galloping and. And grunting to horses, grunt. There's all those sorts of noises, and uh, it just felt very militaristic. And then I looked at the album artwork, and I was like, "There's the, the, the two flags." I'm not even going to try and pretend I know which what what they are.
1: Yeah, no, this is probably the one that
2: I had least notes about. Like, I was just like, "Yeah, no, I really enjoyed." Yeah, it. Yeah, to be, you did need to pad it out a bit because I I wrote solid. I think it's. Yeah, I, cool. I like it. It's a good song. Um,
0: yeah. It's so. I, I like the bit when they they goes the. Uh see your silence below, the price you pay, a victory come undone, and then the boom. the guitar. That bit's awesome. Mm. And then once you but once you realise it is all about this needlessly pointless attack that killed loads of people, it does bring a set a different emotion to it. Yeah. So you listen to it the first time and it's just a good song, it's just a well crafted, well sung, well performed song. But then you listen to it again and you do feel there's a bit more emotion to it yeah
2: what's uh what was your give us your your third one then
0: well lads this is john grant and a song called it doesn't matter to him one of my personal favorite songs ever um this the, john grant's just a fucking genius although his last i think his last album i don't know if he's how many albums he's had but the last one i remember hearing about the album cover is like him and he's got his head inside a birdcage and I listened to a couple of those and I was like, Nope, no, this this isn't this is I don't even know what it was, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, his first album, Queen of Denmark, which I almost chose the title track for that for this, but then I remembered how much I love the synth solo in It Doesn't Matter to Him, so I chose that. It's from his album Pale Green Ghosts and the whole album is a, it, he's a very candid songwriter, I think. He's 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 clearly got quite a troubled mind. And uh I think he channels that through his music, his lyrics are always very as I say very bare, like bare to the bone sort of this is what's happening, and that's always quite compelling, but then you add in the music in this this song it doesn't matter to him isn't that out there <laughs> like compared to some of the other stuff, it's not really as electronic or anything as some of his other ones, but it's it's very simple, it's very simple, very stripped down just guitar bass and the drums and then it cooks in with this amazing synth solo and it just it it just does things to me yeah well Uh, i was gonna say like
1: it is quite stripped down until the synth solo comes in but the actual song as a whole sounds like a band like it sounds like um it sounds like led zeppelin's kind of chord progressions (laughs) It like Led like,
0: Zeppelin's chord progressions,
1: so that's that's cool. I'm looking at that. Yeah, it's like uh, that Led Zeppelin kind of prog rock, kind of like MGMT's kind of more progressive stuff. Like they're more kind of experimental stuff. It was it was quite it was quite a dreamy sound coming from that piece, and then to have Shinedo O'Connor not coming in as a feature, which is what she's billed as, mm-hmm. but just as the backing voice, Sinead O'Connor's voice on that was stunning.
0: Aye, there's so many, there's so many things going for that song, even though it is just like you can, like I could just, well, any of us could just sit and we could just play it on the guitar, strum away and sing it, and it would be effective. Yeah. But and but the fact that there's so many things, well, not that much things. Oh god, the simple chord structure and the the melody and the the lyrics and that are so compelling on their own. The fact that they didn't overload it, but no, what I they just... did put in it sounds fucking perfect, doesn't it, it just all complements it uh, oh, you listen to those first two albums, it's a fucking killer, like, well, you might enjoy the third one, and I might if I went back to it but I just remember listening to one song and going nah, and also he did uh, excuse me he did a song with Elbow called was it, it's called Kindle, uh, Kindle uh, Kindling, Fickle Flame something like that it's called it's fucking amazing there was
1: someone that I heard that did a song with um, knee and it was like
0: nudging uh, straight up sticks. I don't understand what you said.
2: We're going to cut it. We're going to cut it. It was horrible. <laughs> someone did, a, did one with knee. Was Got it was like cutting straight. Got yeah. It. Awful. Got it. Got Horrendous. It. Jesus, Liam. <laughs> you, I've, known, I've listened to John Grant with you. Really good. Really like it got nothing interesting or fun to say about it just it's a good song and i think we can all agree that's the best one you put up this week
0: 100 percent. happy with that
2: um what was the pale green ghosts is that the name of the album that they're all on yeah yeah that's if anyone's looking for an album recommendation from this week that's the album because it's a absolutely it's a fantastic album GMS, one of the best songs that he's done as well
0: it's strange how some like music chat goes because you go oh i like that like that that's just like that oh i like that that's like that and that and mm-hmm. that's basically like how it goes and then when you read obviously like reviews of albums it goes oh it's got touches of it's got touches of bowie and pink floyd but it's also got touches of cat stevens and fucking mm-hmm. ELO and shit and you think oh, does it <laughs> you know what i mean like sometimes you just sort of it's like, it's almost like ingredients in a recipe, isn't it? It's like oh, it's got yeah, this and that. But
1: I mean, I mean, music's always going to be developed from influences. There's there's no music that hasn't come from other
0: music. So Liam, on you go, my friend. What have you got for us? So, um, always
1: by gender roles. Yeah, so gender roles band. I had no clue about. I think they... well, I I found out about them because they were posted in. A, the Biffy Cairo Appreciation Society um, Facebook page. Big ups to them. Best uh, Appreciation Society that I know uh, for the best band that I love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know if they were supporting Biffy or something released, uh, recently on a live stream or something like that, but they got posted anyway and I gave them a wee listen and I thought they were brilliant. Like, track Always I was saying to you guys earlier this week or today at some point that it's got a wee bit of a catfish vibe Catfish and Bottlemen uh, but also it sounds a hell of a lot like the kind of early 2000s kind of emo pop punk kind of vibe like Gromance, like Paramore, Fall Out Boy that kind of shit and yeah I really enjoyed it I showed it to my mum and she, that was
2: exactly what she said she was just like "Yeah." That's interesting. I didn't get parallel that much from it. Maybe I need to listen to it again. Really enjoyed it. Um, it's just interesting that you said
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, those that list of bands, I've never listened to any of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, I think that what right? Well, here you go. Here's a question for you. So that what you just described there, those bands. Mm-hmm. It was. Would there be a, a general blanket term for all that? Right.
1: Because the genre man's back on the prowl. No, yeah, he he no, needs to know the genre.
0: <laughs> no, because it, it helps me, right? The because otherwise, genre cause... man, let him find any genre
2: if he can. Jim, <laughs> the genre man. Where's your genre? Help me, it's Jim, the genre man. The best you song go. you've
1: I'm... ever written, Diggle.
2: <laughs> That's upsetting. It's up there.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, we'll be releasing that next year. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so so that sort of early 2000s emo pop punk stuff, right, that seems to... That kind of sound has come up a lot on the, like the before the podcast playlist, mm-hmm. that sort of sound, a lot of that has come up, from both of you, but mostly you, Liam, and yeah. now I keep, I keep... that sort of thing reminds me a lot of like... American comedy films of around that time you know that sort of sound mm-hmm. uh, so that, that so before you said that that's what I was going to say it sounded like which I still think it does sound like but yeah. basically, that kind of genre of music I don't dislike and I enjoyed the song very much but there's that whole all of that music sounds to me very very similar I'm not a fan of that genre I don't find the nuances in it Yeah. I mean, I mean that's that's what happens when you're nearly hitting thirty.
1: <laughs> when
0: I'm nearly hitting <laughs> almost thirty. <laughs> I'm twenty six, right? But anyway, that's... <laughs> but um, no, no I'm, not, I'm not slagging it off, Liam. I'm just no, 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 the... no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Like, no. <laughs> I, th- I think that's a... I kind of kind of mentioned
1: um, catfish a wee bit there, and definitely the vocals come out, to me to me anyway can come, come across uh, like kind catfish and bottom and I think I was talking to you guys earlier this week about how I don't know if Catfish pioneered this sound or potentially they just were doing it, and a lot of other bands have been doing it for a while, and they just kind of were the ones who made it mainstream first. But there's definitely there's definitely a sound there which has been heard over the last few years, definitely.
2: I think I think Catfish and the Bottlemen maybe monetized that sound more than other bands because they're certainly. I don't think they they came up with it. Yeah. As per, I think there's definitely been someone. I couldn't name you off the top of my head. Um, but like maybe even some Gaslight like Anthem stuff. I don't know. Just to bring. that up. But...
1: Yeah. Well, there, there's actually the point when I was listening to these uh, these songs in the shower today. And uh I m- <laughs> mistook your gaslight anthem song for the song, um always by Gender generals,
2: but I think, yeah, but I um, yeah, so I think there's maybe there's always been that sort of sound going um going around, but I think to answer your question about why the like that sort of sound crops up in our picks quite a lot, Jim, as well is because that was sort of like for us growing, I know you didn't weren't that arsed for music or new release music during the time that all this stuff was coming out but i know both me and liam were and that was a heavy sound that was like that was the mainstream sound if you like the movement that was coming up this sort of like almost fake punk post-punk sort of uh, pop punk sort of stuff like yeah. it, you know it's it's very commercial betrays punk as a thing but it's got that punky sound to it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i think like having that influence a lot of your stuff like you know i love Paramore and uh seeing my chemical romance all all these guys that basically um there's a myriad other you know yumi is six and that sort of that sort of crowd that just they all basically nine times out of ten sound exactly the same yeah. in their what they're doing but yeah uh, growing up with like growing up and listening to a lot of that and obviously it sort of trickles into the stuff you do listen to and do start to enjoy as well because it's always been there you know mm-hmm. and you did enjoy it so maybe even though you have appreciation for different kinds of music and more nuanced music that's still going to crop back into your selections um i do agree it sounds a bit uh catfish in the bottle many. um always going back to that for a minute and yeah i, I enjoyed it thought it was fine and rocky are my mm-hmm. two notes on it
1: my my uh, mum's uh, my mum's final comment on it
2: was about ten years too wait. We we <laughs> need to replace you with your mum one day. Cause <laughs> she said she's like she's on it with her. She has got it's more like, to say than all of us combined.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, she was there when some of our favorite tracks were getting made and produced.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> say. Yeah. No. So that so that was interesting too. I'm glad you clarified that so that whole sort of sound which is something again I would like to come up a bit more well I will come up a bit more often but to discuss it whenever it does come up is like things that you either you either get or you don't based on the time yeah I mean so like so excuse me for example like I've sort of a genre that I've had to infiltrate is like this sort of Seattle grunge. That's <laughs> a genre that I've had to infiltrate. <laughs> right? Because I wasn't around at the time. What, is that right? next week's episode? And when I heard it... Listen, Jim, the genre about listen, influence, <laughs> infiltrates like, Seattle Stop trying to be funny George. for a second and let me talk,
1: right? <laughs> Sorry. Like, you see that genre Sorry. over there? I've got to put my night vision goggles and I've got to climb
0: down a vent to infiltrate it. <laughs> if, if, you're gonna, Jim, d- if you've if got you, to if go If, go undercover. You, if you're going to sabotage the interesting part with humour make it funny don't be a dick I mean sabotage Arseholes. and infiltrate that kind of goes hand in hand sorry <laughs> you f- sorry I'm not 20 years old like I was 20 years ago Prit. Jim
2: Jim what were you saying about uh, oh, infiltrating Seattle grunge? No, no, no please please no, please it please
0: oh, forget forget try to talk about music forget it forget it no no it. please it. What's the do point? It. why would we do it on a do po- it. music podcast why would we do it, why would we do it? <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: struggling <laughs> the longer this goes on i'm struggling to remember to be honest but let's carry oh, on just forget it then. just forget it let's no go. no no please what please. Do, what what you track, saying? no no liam don't say a thing <laughs> shut up a second liam for fuck's
0: sake shut up Jim, a second brilliant podcast she wasn't it much better sans pad's radio sans pad's radio is really yeah. good we should just advertise them for a couple of minutes every week instead Al- of this we could do album maintenance yeah. <laughs> what chance right. would change. Yeah, that's a that way, that, know, that's yeah. a podcast
2: idea that's fucking good Yeah, <laughs> better than this to be perfectly honest
0: yeah. so anyway Seattle Grunge that sort of whole movement was something that I had to get into in my own time because I wasn't around at the time to listen to and when I heard Nirvana and all that, when I was first getting into music, I was like, oh, they're big, they're good. I'll listen to them. And then to me, it just sounded like, ah, yeah, 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 And I was like, right, well, that's awful. That's re- that it sounds like it's deliberately made to annoy you, right? Uncultured every- swine. <laughs> no, I know, exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so then every now- every year, you kind of go back, every like now and again, you go back to it, and then it sounds less like yeah, and then it goes eh, yeah, yeah, and it like, oh, sounds okay. And then you go back like there's things that I've forced myself to get into. Yeah, I don't, I like don't that. know, I don't, I don't, the I don't know if it'll be things. as
1: much as well, no, definitely this mess But I don't, I don't feel like it's much as you're forcing forcing yourself to get into it. But your taste is changing as you're listening to more music, I, like as you get older, yeah. obviously tasting foods like your taste buds and all that adapt to like all the different tastes that you're tasting you're enjoying more food and all that and I think the same mm-hmm. kind of works for music as well like it's not that you're forcing yourself to get into it but your taste and everything that you've heard up until that point has kind of kind of now influenced your taste more
0: yeah your your palate widens sort of thing yeah and uh, I think it's it's also a sort of byproduct of being. Like obsessed with films for years, and I've like, and I spent like a good like five ten years just been obsessed with them. Now I'm not as obsessed, but I've I've changed that now to music, and I was kind of like I want to know everything about it, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to do like that Matrix thing. I just want it to all be downloaded in my head. <laughs> like I, I wanted I want to know it all. Doctor Who, the-
1: Doctor Who season <laughs> one, where fucking the one with Simon Pegg Nerd. when you just fucking snap your fingers and everything goes in your brain. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah,
2: yeah, they're opening.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. That, to be fair, that is, or like Limitless or something like that, you know what I mean? So I, I sort of, I have a general understanding of all music and then appreciation can happen. It's probably more about how my brain works. Yeah, like, the problem.
2: The, the, I think the yeah the problem with if you got that say a chip that downloaded all music, I think you'd have the same thing where you'd be listening to something that people said oh this is great, but you wouldn't have the appreciation because it would just like it's still listening to something for the first time. I think the more you expose yourself to it into different kinds of music, then you can build up an appreciation to something that maybe wasn't there before by widening your palate and things like that.
0: I know but I can't be honest with that, that's my problem. I just kinda of what I just want the appreciation for the good stuff.
2: <laughs> I I really, really look forward to the next thing that genre man Jim's gonna investigate, but just now we'll need to go to Liam's second track. <laughs> um
1: Right, my second track was uh, The women Ears Ophelia. I know a lot a lot of people love the women Ears. But I never ever got it. I was kind of like, yeah, they're good. I enjoy that song, but they're a bit gimmicky. And it wasn't until today that I came up with exactly the feeling I had about it. Most of the music that I'd heard by the Women Ears up until I heard this song sounded like it was specifically written to be on a bank advert.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're so right. <laughs> 100%. Oh, I hate how right you are about that. You know
0: that. <laughs> Fuck up, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it. entirely,
1: yeah. And then I heard Ophelia, and I like you, you should have seen my face when I first listened to this track because his voice just sounds raw at one point. And although you've got the kind of the classic woman ears kind of like oh in the background, just just happening at some point because it always does. Uh, it's still it's just good, and his little jazzy piano riffs as well. Is just absolutely brilliant, and I just appreciate the fact that this one song completely changed my view of a band that I was just like, yeah, they're all right.
0: For years, that band has always been my. I've never been like a fan. I've never. I couldn't tell you any of their other other songs. I couldn't tell you the title of any of their other songs. Mm-hmm. But they've always been a band that I've just because I've just heard them as like a like almost like secondhand hearing them. Never actually delved into. They've always been like a perfect. Can kind if of you're. Like Hung over on the mm-hmm. bus going from someone's house to yours, and you just want something nice.
1: Yeah,
0: that's been something you know you just put on, you just go, right, I don't have to think, don't have to care. Yeah, there's... that has been the extent of my relationship with him mm-hmm. up until now.
2: Yeah, there's there's nothing challenging about most of the music, it's just just a cat, it's catchy, bank music. Like you say, I think you summed up perfectly, Liam, <laughs> to be honest, but it's just. <laughs> It's this just catchy, like manufactured almost like they're, they're making it to not to make the music, but to make the money.
0: Yeah.
2: Which is totally, I I don't know if the Lumineers listen. I'm sorry. I don't don't
0: know know if that that sounds a bit harsh. I think there's a lot more heart in it than. No, no. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's easy. It's simple. But the the little additions they make, like he's talking about the piano. So the little additions they do. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, it's, robust and simple and yeah
2: this no this uh ophelia i was i was surprised as well because i really it's the catchiest tune of the week i think because it mm. stu- it's the one that stuck and that that's not necessarily a good thing all the time but it's quite an enjoyable it is enjoyable and it's a bit more raw and it's a bit yeah it's something different from what the other stuff that they're doing which i think is good
1: yeah absolutely so my final track uh is lost in austin by mr jets quite a few things to say about this track And "Lost in Austin" is one of my favorite songs ever. It gives me a very, very, very big feeling, like a a Radiohead song, extra music for a film. As soon as I heard extra music for a film, I was just like, "Oh, it's got to be in a film." And I was like thinking about the song structure and how it's like it starts off kind of, kind of quiet and all that, and it builds up and builds up, and there's a kind of break. And it wasn't until I saw Black Mirror, the episode with the little.
2: Is that not called Let's Dance or something like that?
1: But it was, it was that feeling that I got watching that with a big swell and then the big uh, break and you found out what happened to that uh, boy. That's the feeling that I get when I listen to Lost in Austin because it, it starts mm-hmm. off kind of slow and it kind of comes up a wee bit and then goes back down and it comes back up and then there's a big break and it's just, it's, it's just, it's a brilliant song.
2: I like it. It's been nice because we've known each other for a couple of years now. Yeah. And I think since I've known you, you've told me to listen to Mystery Jets. And this is the first song of Mystery Jets I've listened to. Has
1: it actually taken that long?
2: Yeah, I've tried, but I've not really, I don't know. I just, like, I, I've thought about it and I've popped their album on next and then I've just, like, got home before they came on. Aha. Uh-huh. I've never really did it, but I do want to listen to them more and uh yeah I think it's a really good song I've not got much to say about it other than i really enjoyed it and um it's 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 quite difficult as well because the albums that they put out
1: after this album have this kind of sound but don't do it as well as this particular song The albums that they have before this have a lot more kind of just just an indie pop kind of sound and they, the the albums before this are brilliant. This was a kind of like, in my eyes, this was their most experimental and best album like, from start to finish. The ones before were good, and they were kind of building up to this sound, and then afterwards they kind of fell off a wee bit.
0: Right, well, Mystery Jets, the indie pop, kaleidoscopic folk, post-punk prog rock band. Um, Genre's running. Back on. There you go, striking again. <laughs> um, kaleidoscopic folk... I thought that sounds amazing, but I don't know what that means. Um, I just, I, 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 I love these terms they come up with. But anyway, um, I was going to say that Mystery Jets. Yeah, you've asked me on, as same with Dougal, numerous occasions to listen to them, and I have done. And I must say, I'm, I'm, I am i i, I do not dislike them, but it's never, it's never like lodged itself mm-hmm. in my heart. I've never listened to them and went, "This is shit." It's just, it's always just sort of pass me over every time I've tried to force myself to listen to them. But no, I'm a Mystery Jets. I, I want to love them. I don't hate them, but I, I feel I, I feel nothing positive or negative towards them, really. I think I need to really spend a lot of time with them before it, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, my question to you was which you kind of sort of explained, but like where the emotional connection if any, came, or was it a musical one? I definitely
1: I definitely feel like the reason I got into them was because it was something new, and I was—I mean, I was quite young at the time. but I must have been like sixteen, seventeen. The sound that they came out with was just fucking brilliant, and I was just like, "That was the first time I ever made notes in my iPod." And I think that's that kind of sweet. Really. <laughs> I think I kind of stuck with me, and that album in particular—I swear by that album. It is a brilliant album. Anything after I would get if you wouldn't enjoy it as much, like. Because, I mean, there's some tracks after that that I'm just like, that's fucking brilliant, but there's also ones that I'm just like, eh, they're all, it's all right. And the stuff before is quite indie pop, kind of like, it's just good, but that one album is brilliant. I
2: was just, I was just thinking, I've been trying to uh, like figure out what kaleidoscope, kaleidoscopic rock, what
0: do you call it? Kaleidoscope folk, apparently. Yeah,
2: what a kaleidoscope sounds like, and I don't know if you get this, but Obviously, don't know, but I kind of do. It's yeah. a very weird thing. can okay? like I can hear a kaleidoscope now. I think they just picked the right words for it. Like mm-hmm. it not need to but be a it's, word. it's not like
0: It's like a, like a recognised genre. You can't type in kaleidoscopic folk. And it it's just what people like music reviewers use to sort of simulate it. Yeah.
2: What? What? Which? Which? Which one of uh, Liam's songs did you like this week? Which one was your favourite out of Liam's three?
0: it's a tough one I, 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 I want to vote Mystery Jets because I, I love I love how much he loves it and it makes me happy the other two I,
2: I was gonna I was gonna put Mystery Jets I think
0: yeah I think I'd, oh, I'd, I'd rather it was that one the, the one I enjoyed most was the well I really liked the feel I really enjoyed it I think the boy's voice is just fucking awesome but um, always has that great fucking instrumental part in it which I really fucking loved a bit with the guitar and you know the instruments I really enjoyed that. <laughs> so it's a tough
2: one. So we're, so we're choosing Mystery Jets.
0: Yeah, we'll choose Mystery Jets.
2: Yeah, yeah, so that's our three.
1: Yep. So
0: it's two votes for one of each one's each, if you know. Well, what were the three favourites again? Yeah, so we've both... We've voted for Van Ives. We've voted for... John Grant. Um, and we've and
2: voted we've for... voted
0: for Mystery Jets. Yes, so... Do we have a consensus? I don't know how
2: Yeah, well what would you I I'm gonna go with John Grant. I think it's gonna be my
0: I'd I say John Grant's my more favourable one. Well there you go, that's it. sweet. Well three for three then. Well yeah it's it's not, it's two out, two out of three. three. Well I also vote for it. Well, you
1: can't though, but uh, but yeah, you can, you still win by majority. Well it's,
0: well it's two out of two then.
1: Yeah. No, it's two out of three. Well, if he can't vote for well, it, it can't then can't be then two, out two out three. People, if I don't get, yeah, if vote. he doesn't
2: get a vote for his own tune, then it's two people vote for his tune, so it's two out of two. I no. know, but it's two. Out of th- it's, no, it's no, no, it's no. You're wrong. People Ian. What's voting happened? for There's your two wrong. tracks that I, you're just me... wrong. <laughs> Each. <laughs> Catch of the week, John Grant. If anyone wants to listen to that playlist, it's going to have one song in it for the next week. That'll be good. You just want to listen to John Grant over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, that's, yeah, um, yeah,
0: to be fair, we probably shouldn't talk about that playlist until there's at least another song in it.
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. John Grant needs the money that Spotify will give him, so we'll just keep on. Everyone can listen to his song over and over on your bus and stuff. You'll be grand. <laughs> that's it definitely so yeah. listen
0: to listen to that listen to what Spotify recommends you which will probably be more John Grant no no don't
1: do not do that just uh, just listen to all the other playlists yeah listen to
2: up. our playlist because they're really what Spotify wants to recommend to you exactly
1: yeah. even even if if, if there's two, me, uh, two little songs that you want to listen to on the playlist that we've just started putting up listen to the ones that we started doing before the podcast yeah we have heaps exactly. of
2: before the podcast we've got our own individual boots if you want to hear what our sort of the shit we normally put up is uh, if you're interested in that, at all that's more for our own vanity rather than anything else, I think. But
0: well, if you like emo pop punk slash post punk, go to Liam. If you want folk rock, go to Dougal. On and if you want to shite it, no stuff from Jim, just go to Jim. And you'll real notice when you go in there, there isn't a single track by No Gallagher. Good. There's, There's Gallagher barely there. a single <laughs> man. <laughs> and, and, and 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 thank God, because who. Who needs that? Nobody. I've now glad, what, I've resu- what I've started doing is I've <laughs> resulted to just saying that I hate them across the board because it's just easier. But yeah, thank you for
1: listening to bit We are again the funniest podcast that you don't know. Oh, that wasn't the one. <laughs> we don't know how funny your podcast is. <laughs> We're the the funniest podcast that's
0: happening. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Don't record another one, right? Yeah. See you guys next week. Take care. Love you. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Bye. 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 Holy shit. That, that last, that second recording's two hours long. <laughs> and the first one was half an hour, so that's two and a half hours you need to go through tomorrow, Liam. That's impossible. What's in boot? Skish, skish belush, motherfuckers.